Hello there, I'm Homies. I live in Paulinha, Brazil. You are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast. Information and transformation. Praise the Lord. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mausena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson 10 for Friday. I said Friday, December 8th. Today's Friday, so you know the title for today, don't you? Say it with me, say it with me. Further thought, 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 thought. Very good. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for guiding us during this week. It's a very challenging uh, lesson that we are studying about how to reach people who don't think they need God, who don't know about God and don't care. And how can we proclaim to them that there is another way there is another choice. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, the lesson starts with the following. One of the primary takeaways from the story of Paul's experience at the Areopagus is its on-the-ground study of how to approach an unreached group of unbelievers who resulted in a small group of believers starting in Athens. So it was an unreached group of unbelievers. Um, Ellen G. White in the book Acts of the Apostles, page, pages 240-241, wrote the following, quote, The words of the apostle and the description of his attitude and surroundings, as traced by the pen of inspiration, were to be handed down to all coming generations, bearing witness of his unshaken confidence, his courage in loneliness and adversity, and the victory he gained for Christianity in the very heart of paganism. Paul's words contain a treasure of knowledge for the church. He was in a position where he might easily have said that which would have irritated his proud listeners and brought himself into difficulty, as it happened before. Had his oration been a direct attack upon their gods and the great men of the city, he would have been in danger of meeting the fate of Socrates. But with a tact born of divine love, he carefully drew their minds away from heathen deities by revealing to them the true God who was to them unknown. Close quote. By this direct contact with the people, a study of their culture and religion, and his respect for their devotion to spiritual things, Paul managed something notable in Athens, something that is a treasure of knowledge for the church. He avoided irritating his listeners. This was in and of itself a major God-inspired accomplishment. This, according to Ellen G. White, is the treasure of knowledge that we as a church need to pay attention to in this story. Opening a parenthesis here, I totally get it that he managed to really get everybody to listen. But after he spoke, some people sneered. And when they sneer, it's because... You can assume that they were irritated, upset, or just like uh, shaking their heads in disbelief, right? Oh, come on, that crazy babbler, what is he talking about? But anyway, that's my observation. Now, because we, we try to say that he was perfect in his pitch. He was very uh, intelligent in the way that he approached, guided by the Lord for sure, but uh, he was human. Sometimes we put Paul or any other of the apostles on a pedestal, and it's not necessary. Now, discussion questions. 
with the story of Paul in Athens as a model, what is the first step for anyone beginning new evangelistic work in a city? What sort of behavior is required of a Christian to build bridges with people in the city, and frankly anywhere else, who do not know God? When we are provoked by the modern types of idols, what should we avoid doing, especially right at first, in starting new work among the people who worship those idols, whatever they are? And final question. Paul could have stopped with just introducing the people to this God who loved them, and they would have been quite pleased. But then he crossed the line that made people think he was deluded when he brought in the resurrection. So what line did Paul cross? Yes, should he have done that? What do you think? Why or why not? Very. This is a very thought-provoking question because as the, the author said, um, he could have stopped just saying that God loved them, but they talked about judgment and uh, the proof of that judgment, the coming judgment was the resurrection of Christ that caused, uh, was outrageous to the, 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 the wise uh, Athenians. Very interesting point, very interesting point. Well, this is the end of Lesson 10 for Friday, December 8th. You know, tomorrow is the Sabbath. Don't stay by yourself. Whenever you can, go to a local church, whether large or small, and find uh, an opportunity to be together, worshiping Jesus Christ, the head. May the Lord guide you and bless you. And thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. Remember, joy to the world. The Lord is come. Repeat that sounding joy. Repeat that sounding joy. The Lord is come and He rules the world with truth and grace. May the Lord grant you joy and peace on this day and on the Sabbath. <laughs>